Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty. Brought to you by Asher Wrecker Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker. Dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. You sound like you're on the move. <laughs> on the move? Yeah, I'm on the move today. I didn't make it all the time. Uh, I don't <laughs> all right, I've got a question for you from the get-go, so to speak, from Savage by way of our Asher Record Service Company Life and Feedback said, ask Trey about Landon Jackson and the size he has put on and his expectations for him. Landon Jackson. You can always count on Savage. He's always going to be that question. So Landon, he goes about, he's like 6'7", 269 now, I think is what it's listed. Oh, at. wow. I had him at 245. No, no, no. He's he's up to 269. And he had lost a little bit of weight because, you know, he had the ACL tear and everything. What he was listed at, his, his weight on the depth chart last year was actually not accurate. And so... Uh, you know, Sam Pittman said he needed to add some weight, and he added. And, yeah, he's about 6'7", 269, and looked really good in the spring. They said he played about three-quarter speed. And so they're expecting big things from him. And, and based on what I saw, I, I think he's going to have a really good year. And maybe he might be a guy to watch, depending on how things go, to maybe declare. So, yeah, Lanny Jackson, I think he's going to be a stud for him. You kind of broke up. Did you say could declare early? Is that what you said? I could see that possibly happening okay. for okay. him. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's one of the guys I've listed when I look at, like, potential, you know, NFL draft picks on this team. He's a guy – and, I, you know, I'm not saying he's going to do that, but I could see that as a possibility for him if he has a really good year. I think he has the talent, the size. I mean, he's prototypical size, 6'7", you know, about 270. Um and, you know, according to Pittman, he was like three-quarter speed last year. So, if he was three-quarter speed last year, I'm anxious to see what he does this year. I thought he looked extremely, extremely impressive in the spring game. Uh, it's a nice-looking pair of bookends, Randy. Yeah. I mean, with him and Jeff Goat. I mean, and, and again, you know, I've pointed this out several times, but the guys behind them, you're talking about Zach Williams and Deshaun Stewart and John Morgan Nico Dadier. I mean, that's that's a that's a solid solid three deep. There have been years in the past where any of those guys would have started for Arkansas. So to me, I, I think they're in really good shape at defensive end. I do wonder about 2024 though. And luckily, you're able to address things in the transfer portal. You have guys Quincy Rose coming in to the young young studs that in the past again would have been really relied on. But I think Quincy will probably redshirt. You know, Caleb James probably redshirt. In the past, they probably would have played. It's probably being good enough. So, um, you know, after this year, you're looking at losing potentially quite a lot of seniors. I mean, you have, you know, I mentioned, uh, excuse me, uh, Landon Jackson is a possibility. Um, you know, Trajan Jeffcoat, I believe he's a super senior this year. John Morgan, I believe, is a super senior. Zach Williams is a super senior. So you've got some, you know, older players that classify as seniors. I think there's something. Jashad Stewart, I think, could have another year coming back. But you could be looking at reloading a lot in 2024 on defensive end. Trade the uh, commitment 
train continues for Arkansas. This time around, it's an in-state product who committed a receiver for the University of Arkansas. Yeah, come on down, Mr. Brown. Yeah, uh, I mean uh, that's a that's a guy that they were they targeted very early in the recruiting process. So now with him and Courtney Crutchfield, I believe that's it right now at wide receiver. I think they're probably pretty settled there. It's kind of interesting to think about, like how do you balance recruiting classes now? You really just have to go like this is what you should take. You know, not so much on need because you're able to address things in the transfer portal, but I think that's probably two wide receivers, and I think that probably be probably be excuse me probably be done uh, with that right now. I think that's two solid wide receiver uh, commitments from inside the state too. And uh, this again is a huge weekend recruiting wise, football wise. Uh, with several official visits that I'm guessing are already underway. Yeah, what is it, eight or nine this weekend? I haven't looked at it in a little bit since Danny put it out. But, again, June is a big month for recruiting. It just is. It's it's changed in the last three years, and it's just bigger now than it used to be. And they had – well, I don't think they had ten last weekend. I think they had eight or nine last weekend. Braylon Russell's a big one that's coming in this weekend, you know, and – Maybe a chance to solidify things with him and Dayton Ball. If uh, you know they can get him to jump on board, he's got other visits scheduled. But June is just—it's a big month for recruiting. You've got that last weekend, Randy. I think what are we up to? Eighteen in that group now. I mean, it's just uh, the calendar has changed so much, and recruiting almost wraps up by July now. I mean, you might have a few stragglers here and there, but really, there's no room for late bloomers anymore in recruiting because. You wrap everything up before these guys senior season. Trey, nine is what Danny nine. nine he listed today, headlined by four, not one, not two, three, four different four stars, and three of those at your favorite position, linebacker. Uh, yeah. Tyland Singleton, four star linebacker out of Manny, Louisiana. Or is it many? Uh, Bradley Shaw, four-star out of Hoover, Alabama. Julius Pope, a four-star linebacker out of Batesville, Mississippi, South Panola. And then, as you mentioned, four-star running back Braylon Russell, who, according to all reports, he should have his mind made up. Uh, His decision, he'll announce his decision on July the 14th. Yeah, I think Braylon, is, he's going to Tennessee next, right? Um, and you've had yes. some good linebackers. Puff was in here last weekend also. Puff's already, uh, Pope's already committed to Arkansas. So they've done – and Travis Williams, he's done a good job. And, and, you know, also last year with what he did in the transfer portal, getting a couple of key guys in, you know, in addition to who they brought in last year, I think they got a young, good, quality core group of linebackers and, you know, you add some more in this class, they'll be in pretty good shape maybe down the road. So, um, Travis Williams is doing a good job. I mean, all those new defensive coaches have done a really exceptional job in recruiting. And that's been Sam Pittman's, you know, motto. I don't care I don't care how good a coach you are. If you can't recruit, then we're going to move on. That's, and he's, I mean, he's definitely shown that. Bridges 
is so close to being a five-star. Selman Bridges, by the way, I left him out a moment ago. He was on a different page. Temple, Texas, Lake Belton. Uh, gosh, Trey, this is a top 50 prospect in the nation. 48 overall, number six among all cornerbacks. Number 11 overall in the state of Texas. As uh, Marcus used to always say, however... After he visits Arkansas next weekend, Texas. So, this young man may may be very difficult to get out of the state of Texas, but he has shown a lot of interest in Arkansas. Well, I mean, how much nil nil money does Arkansas have? <laughs> I mean, so much of it comes down to that. Yeah, yeah you're you know, right. Like you it, you're right. Yeah, like you said, in Destin, you know, facilities, all that stuff matters a lot. You know, but a lot of recruits are just like wondering, like. What's, what's the NIL money look like? And Arkansas has had a few five-star visitors. And actually, in the defensive secondary, they've had five-star visitors. Can you afford them? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's kind of weird to say that now in college football, but a lot of that comes down to it. Very, very true. Um, I was just looking through all the different notes that, that uh, Danny has put out over the last couple of days. This is one that, uh, well, let me, let me get to this first. From our first Arkansas Bank and Trust uh, buzz text line, this from the 870. Any updates on Quincy McAdoo? I mean, everything that I, I've not heard, like, for sure that Quincy McAdoo is done for the season, but all the language that I hear from Sam Pittman and the way they put things and, you know, stuff that – Quincy has put out, I just, at this point, I think I would be stunned if he plays in 2023. So I think what we can do is, like, hope for Quincy to get back to full health and then kind of think about football maybe in 2024 for him. I just, I find it hard. I mean, the guy spent a couple of weeks in the hospital after the injury. You know, I mean, that, that doesn't tell you enough right there. Luckily, I mean, for Arkansas as a football program, they did do a good job in the transfer pool recruiting at, at, at defensive back. It's, it's mainly cornerback. And so they should have some quality guys. In fact, enough quality guys that maybe they can move a guy or two to get safety. But at this point, I just feel like we're, you know, praying for Quincy to get back to full health and then talk about football maybe in a year. This also from the – 501. Uh, can you ask Trey what he thinks about the linebacker named Greer? Antonio Greer is, I'm going to assume, who the uh, bus texture is asking about. Yeah, Antonio, I love Antonio Greer, and I love the interview that we had with him. But just the way, you know, it was almost like a junior golf player, like you used to talk to back in the day when. You know, they used to play on, like, dust fields and tiny stadiums and stuff, and they were so grateful to be at Arkansas. And that was kind of the vibe that I got from Antonio Greer and also how welcomed he felt. He's not, like, a hulking linebacker. He's about 6'1", 228, but he is really, really chiseled and, and fast, moves well. I think he's going to be a key player for them. I think they'll probably, you know, do what they – done in the past with like a three-man linebacker rotation, but also have other guys who can contribute, like Jordan Crook and Manny Powell, two guys that I think have a really bright future. But you got Jaheim Thomas and Christopher Paul 
Antonio Greer. I think that's probably going to be your main trio of rotating between two spots with those with those three guys. And I, I don't know. I like Antonio's attitude. He kind of has a similar attitude to me as, as Snacks Johnson does. You know, plays with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. And him coming from UCS, I mean, Snacks is a four-star, so it comes from a different place, but it's still the same attitude, you know. Uh, I think Antonio will be a really good contributor for him this year. He was all AAC linebacker from Central Florida. So, for what that's worth. Um, then, also from our Buzz text line, any updates on Dominic Johnson? No, I haven't heard any updates. Uh, I would think, again, that he had his injury, what was that, Randy, like week five, maybe, during the season? Yeah. I feel like there wasn't like an announcement. Pittman was just asked about him, and he said, well, Dominic's born his ACL. You know, it wasn't like he announced it unprovoked. He was asked about him. So I'm not sure exactly the point when it happened. But his last one was in the bowl excuse me, in the bowl game. And he came back, if you remember, Randy, right after fall camp last year. He came back and started practicing again. Mm-hmm. So I've got to think that with this being – you know, a couple of months at least earlier that he's going to be ready for fall camp. I mean, I guess every ACL is different, so I don't know. But I, I just kind of assume that he's going to be ready for the start of fall camp. And if he is, then I think he has a chance to, to really help him. I mean, to me, Dominic Johnson in 2021 was 1A and Rocket Sanders was 1B. And Rocket was dealing with that shoulder injury. What I like about Dominic is he's just – he always seemed just out of reach, you know. It, it wasn't like he was lightning lightning quick or super fast. It just – he was always just out of reach as a defender. And he actually – I mean, he had a 48-yard run, so it's not – I mean, that's a pretty good run, um, you know, in terms of getting downfield. And I think for a long part of the season, it was the longest run by any running back. But he was also really strong at goal line. I know his weight is down to the 240-ish range, and he had ballooned up to about 253. So that's, you know, that's going to be a bit of a struggle for a bigger back who, you know, just needs to lose some weight coming off of an injury like that. But if Dominic is healthy, if he can get back to full speed, then he can be a real contributor. And they're really stacked at running back. I mean, they got Devinian back. they got A.J. Green, Isaiah Augustoff coming in, Rocket Sanders coming off 1,400 yards and 10 touchdowns last season. So, I mean, it's, a, I guess, a good problem to have. Yeah, if you remember, they also held him out of the spring game, which I'm guessing yeah. that was just strictly as a precaution. Dom, yeah, well, he wasn't even – Dominic wasn't even – I mean, like the last time I saw him, Randy, he was over on the sideline hitting a tire gotcha. with a hammer, you know, with a sledgehammer. You know, I don't I – don't, he never got out on the field like individual. So. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I just knew he, he was held out of the spring game. In fact, mm-hmm. they had quite a uh, – there were several players that they held out of the spring game. Uh, this one uh, from our first Arkansas Bank and Trust uh, buzz text line. Let me get it pulled up here. Uh, from the 501, says, Randy, Rick, Trey, what about John Hill? How's he progressing on the defense? I believe his number is 94. Yeah, John, the last time I saw him, he was 
I think working some inside of defensive tackle also, but I mean, he's, he's a good walk on for him. It's just, you know, they're with the guys that they brought in, they brought in two defensive ends out of the transfer portal. They brought in two defensive tackles out of the transfer portal. I would probably say he's, you know, somewhere with four string right now. I mean, when those guys get in, you know, they, they worked a bunch of different guys, a bunch of different guys at defensive tackle, you know, even they had walk-ons. Like I think Kyle Thompson was working with the second group, and he probably, you know, he's like two seventy, he's undersized, um, you know, younger guy as a as a walk-on. But they've got you know Kiwi Rose and Tank Booker coming in, you know, so and they had a bunch of guys injured. You know, Cam Ball missed a good portion of portion of the spring. Uh, Eric Gregory missed a little bit at the first. You know, Torian Carter was coming off of a knee injury, and they took it slow with him. So once those guys get all to full all full strength. Um, you know, you're probably looking at, at, at fourth string. I thought he had a very positive spring game. Um, John did. Yeah. Had mm-hmm. maybe two or three what – I mean, I realize sacks are so debatable, but there were multiple times it looked like he was on top of the yeah. quarterback. And uh, He's I, not a bad walk-on for him, Randy. No, I mean, very I, good. I don't, when I, and when you say fourth string, you're like – but I, this is as deep as I, I can ever remember – an Arkansas defensive line is again largely because of the transfer portal. Yeah, and uh, getting some guys healthy as well. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, come on. Is Rykar Asibo still on the team, and what does his arm look like? Yeah, he um, he's a walk-on quarterback out of Jonesboro, and he just joined them last year. And yes, he's still on the team. Again, you know, not that he's a bad player or anything. He's a good walk-on addition for him. It's just, you know, they've got Jacoby Criswell, Malachi Singleton, of course, KJ Jefferson, Cade Renfro's still there. So, you know, you're probably talking fifth string. He was a very good high school quarterback for Jonesboro. Mm-hmm. And uh, you're right, depth at that position. And, a lot better. Uh, a lot better. <laughs> yeah, that's what's been seen in times past. Man. All right, Trey, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your Father's Day. Have a great, great weekend. Thank you, Trey. All right. Happy Father's Day, guys. Trey Biddy of hogsports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.